0: So, uh, hi, it's Graham here. Sorry to interrupt your podcast listening like this, but uh, I wondered if you could do us a little favour. I haven't told Carole I'm going to do this, and frankly I'm not sure she's going to find out. Let's maybe keep it that way, shall we? Uh, I don't think she listens to the podcast, so she won't hear that. I've tacked this on to the beginning. But the European Security Blogger Awards, they're about to happen, and Smashing Security has been nominated in a couple of categories. Huzzah, huzzah. You can vote in the awards for your favourite security blogs and security podcasts, Intent. hint. hint but you've only got a few days before the voting closes, so do it today. Do it now. Hit pause. Oh, Not before I've told you the URL. It's smashingsecurity.com slash vote. That will redirect you through magic to the voting form. And, well, hey, made the best podcast co-hosted for the last six or so years by a Brit and a Canadian win. Um, yeah, over to you, smashingsecurity.com slash vote. Thank you very much. We love you all, uh, at least the people who vote for us. Uh, but for now, back to your normal service. And uh, sorry about this interruption. What? <laughs> for 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 what purpose? Is that for advertising? Oh, yeah. You, no crap. It's for advertising. You you may need a funeral director's or something like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can just see this ad coming up on my feed going, you eat like crap, you don't exercise, you're going to drop dead in five years, so please go buy a casket.
0: Smashing Security, episode 85, Doctor Who, Facebook Patents, and Bob's Burgers, with Carol Terrio and Graham Cluley. Hello, hello, and welcome to Smashing Security, episode 85. My name is Graham Cluley. I'm Carol Terrio. We are joined by the wonderful and really rather popular She seems to have her own fan club online. It's Maria Vamasis back on the show. Hi <laughs> Hello Maria. Hi
1: <laughs> I haven't paid any of these people, I promise. Everyone's favorite Maria. <laughs> there are more than one?
0: Maria. I no. just met a podcast. No. 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 no, 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 no. You probably had a lot of that when you were a kid, right?
1: It has not stopped. <laughs> I, <laughs> still <hear it> now. <laughs> I shut that down real fast. Yeah, so stopping. so
2: so stop being so boring, Graham.
0: Yeah, stop being so predictable, Graham. Yeah. Alright. Gosh. Well I'll try not to be predictable now. I'll just say, Oh, uh, let's pay the rent from the sponsors before we begin the show. Ah, we get rent? You get paid? No. <laughs> it's well, shit. <laughs> Don't tell the guests that
2: Hey, Graham. Hey, Carl. So, you run your own business, right? I do, yes. I run my own business. Yes. And how many different applications and services and software pieces do you need to buy or rent in order to run a business like ours in the technology space? Scores, if not hundreds. It would be physically impossible, would it not, to remember unique passwords for every single one of those apps
0: let alone your personal life and all the stuff you have there all the chess and Doctor Who stuff you have not completely impossible because if your password was Doctor Who 1 or Chess 2. If you if you made... So you could have a unique password. They wouldn't be very good passwords, though, would they?
2: Yeah, so you're recommending that people have crappy passwords? Or no. should they use a password manager like LastPass?
0: They should use a password manager like LastPass. I think all businesses have got to, really, because otherwise your employees are going to choose sloppy, rubbish passwords.
2: And you're going to get lazy yourself and use the same password for different accounts.
0: Horrendous. So you want central control of everyone inside your business and how they're using passwords and, and properly manage it. Check out lastpass.com forward slash smashing. I don't think you need to say forward slash. Anyone who's listening <laughs> to this knows which way the slash goes. You're probably
2: right. Hey Graham. Hey Carol. Okay, quiz time, quiz time. Alright. What percentage of data breaches originate from email? Ooh, I've...
0: 7 out of 10.
2: Ha! It's a pretty good guess, but you're way wrong. 96%. Oh, and one of the big things that companies have to worry about is phishing scams, because that's the kind of way that hackers and other baddies break into your company.
0: Because that's how they get your passwords, I guess. That's how they get your passwords. Hmm? So,
2: meta-compliance make it easier to train and prepare your whole environment to stop these kind of attacks. They have information on phishing and cybersecurity and policy and privacy and incident management. There's all kinds of training out there. And our listeners can get 10% off by quoting the code SMASHING.
0: So all you've got to do is visit metacompliance.com, quote the code SMASHING, and save yourself a fortune and protect your business. That's all you got to do. Well, let's get on with the show, because hot breaking news from something close to my heart. The BBC is on the hunt for the Doctor Who leaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: jeez, I We're playing Doctor Who again?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> there is a security angle and a very important one, Carol, because last week a clip of the brand new upcoming series of Doctor Who leaked out onto the internet... And oh wow! Show-stopping news was was it really big deal? Well, no, it was actually it was actually yeah, pretty was. big deal. Yes, tell us yeah, about the clip.
2: Tell us, tell us what the clip showed. Tell us well, what secrets what we, it revealed.
0: It was only about fifty seconds long, but fanboys and fangirls were squeeing in, in excitement over their first Can you say that again.
1: Squeeing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm?
0: it sounded like squeeing
1: no that yeah, that yes no. that
0: is the correct is th- word yes really <laughs>
1: yes oh, yes God. yeah oh yes. you don't speak geek at all no <laughs> no because i'm not really one
0: i'm i'm no doctor who fans were squeeing over their first sight of the brand new doctor jodie whittaker who of course is the first female doctor who very, very thrilling indeed. Uh, and so there was a short clip of her, presumably from episode one, with potential new companions. Did, you, on did a, people know? Did people know that she was coming on?
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Carol. So wasn't no a yes, surprise that it was her. They did. This was right. a big deal when it was no. announced what, like <laughs> right. a year ago. It, w- yeah.
0: it was announced during Wimbledon last year, the Wimbledon final. Maria, don't side with him all the time. It was it was on at <laughs> Christmas. It's big, flipping news in the world we of We talked geekton. about this, Maria. <laughs> the first female Doctor Who. Imagine if James Bond became, J. Uh, well, well, I don't know, Jeanette Jamie Bond. Bond. Or something like that, yes. I just then want it would- you to
2: know, I just want you to know, it's a bit like the Peanuts cartoon, right? And I'm Why? one of the kids, and what you sound like, Graham, to me, is wah 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 wah
1: <laughs>
2: So I'm just going to wait for appropriate moments and go, oh. All
0: right. Okay, carry okay. on. Let me explain what the big deal is here, because this new series, this upcoming season of Doctor Who, has had tighter security than ever before. There's a new showrunner. Virtually no details have emerged about what is going to be happening when the show launches. We know that we've got a new Doctor. We know we've got some new companions, but we don't know who the writers are. We don't know who the guest actors are. We don't know where it's being set. We don't know who the monsters are. Go ahead, hold the page. Well, it is pretty exciting. So there is Mm. feverish anticipation. And then this clip emerged and it was being posted on social media. Now the BBC is going to court in the United States to try and track down who leaked the clip because their belief, of course, is that it has to be someone on the inside who got hold of this. A
1: national hero.
0: Well, (laughs) I I, I must say I couldn't resist. As soon as I saw it was there, I, I had to go and get it and watch it.
2: Are you telling me my BBC dollars are going to lawyers who are investigating who leaked this information?
0: Well, in a way, I think it's justified what the BBC are doing, right? Because they obviously put a lot of money behind the marketing of TV shows. And they don't want the newspapers and they don't want these sort of things leaking out early.
1: Do you really believe that?
2: I know. because I'm rolling my eyes here. This is like I, everybody
1: leaks this stuff and it's always done on purpose. And this is just they're sanding their own story at this point to get people going, eh, they leaked it. They, they totally did it on purpose.
0: Oh, uh, no, no, I don't believe that. I, I, I really don't believe that. I think the way they've been approaching this series is entirely different. Whereas we have had leaks in the past, some of which appear to have been intentional. But there was a huge leak back in 2014. Peter Capaldi's first series. That's right. It. I remember that. Eight episodes leaked onto the internet because basically what had happened was there'd been a security breach. They'd been left on an open internet server because someone was adding subtitles to them. They were in Mm -hmm. black and white. The CGI was rubbish. Did that stop me watching them? No, of course it didn't. But it's... (laughs) That's devotion, but it's it's big money, and it, it it's a big deal. It's one of the UK's top TV shows. Uh, I thought, but it's a bit the like the most popular kid on the BBC block
2: crying foul because people are so excited about watching their show, they're leaking fifty seconds of nothing,
0: and people are oh, no, getting hang all on. excited. If- no, sorry. If they've spent millions producing a new series of Doctor Who, I, I can get their point of view. If they've spent millions doing that, trying to make it as good as possible, trying to make it as much of a big deal to help all the merchandisers and the rest of it, they don't want stuff dribbling out without their approval, do they? Because it may, it may not show the show in a good light. And, yeah. and frankly, the clip which did come out wasn't terribly exciting. You but know?
2: that's my point!
0: It's not like it ruined any show unless the show is so boring. But if there's someone on the inside who is leaking, aren't they right to want to plug that leak to prevent it?
1: Have they talked to Donald Trump and figured out how to get internal leaks (laughs) down? (laughs) Because I think he'd be very interested.
0: Anyway, they have got an attorney working on it and I believe what they're asking for is information from a company called Tapper Talk, which is a company which provides an app for, I think it's accessing message boards from your mobile phone, it makes it easier. So they're hoping to identify who might have been behind this. But of course this isn't the only leak, obviously this is the main leak, uh, which has happened in the entire year, but there are other leaking stories. We saw reality winner who pleaded guilty. Reality winner was the US government contractor who leaked top secret documents about Russian hacking mm. associated with the US election and she was exposed. It's kind of
2: a different it's kind of a different scale though, don't you think? Well, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> go ahead. You've set yourself up beautifully.
0: Go go go.
1: Well, arguably, which one's more you, uh, important? I, Do you think, Maria? Really, I, I, don't,
2: I don't.
0: I don't know, Kroll. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's. <laughs> oh, Mike. There's. Okay. There's a lot of interest. Uh, uh, rawr, rawr, Reality rawr, rawr, winner rawr, was exposed <laughs> by micro dots on printouts. So many people may not realise that when you print something out, it, it puts these lot invisible <coughs> little sort of yellow dots which you can't see on the printouts. But law enforcement can spot them. And uh, I've
1: watched forensic files.
0: I know. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs>
1: She's an expert.
0: I... (laughs) (laughs) I wonder whether Mm. a paranoid BBC, which doesn't want information leaking as well, I wonder if they could be embedding something into their digital copies, whether there'd be something in the image there which might reveal clues as to where it may have originated as well. it's, It's interesting to consider. The bad timing, of course, for a reality winner was just last month, we saw some German researchers publish their findings on how you can get round the printout tracking dots and how they can be obfuscated to hide your tracks. So, if you are planning to leak anything, maybe you want to read up about that. But uh, right now, I, I suspect Doctor Who is uh, could be a little bit unhappy about what's been going on with the leaks I and doubt things. It. You don't think so? I
1: doubt it. I think they're super thrilled that people are this psyched about are you it because there was so much stupidity when they told the world that there's going to be a female doctor and i'm just going i to think
0: they're waiting for it. san diego Comic con aren't they and then they're going to start revealing the clips but they, they will want to yeah they'll yeah. want to release a trailer which they've chosen rather than some little you know gutter snipe who's been pinching copies of a usa there i am slagging them off of course i've been i've been yeah you've been watching it, this <laughs> stuff <laughs> of course i have of course i have
1: well, you and every other hardcore fan that's yeah, how it so, is So you know
0: please let's have a little bit of sympathy all right nope
1: <laughs> Carol, you sound so bored. <laughs> no, hey, you know,
0: you guys go for it. Sounds exciting. Nah. <laughs> Maria, what is your story for us this week?
1: Actually, I'm going to talk about Facebook. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and a cold silence descended upon them both. What
0: have they done now?
1: So the most wonderful, venerable paper of record, the New York Times, did a little digging recently in the US Patent Office uh, and found that our wonderful, lovely friends at Facebook have filed quite a few new patents in the past few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is not an uncommon thing. And it's important to note that a patent doesn't guarantee that this is what a company is going to do yeah. or they're even going to use this tech. They're basically just protecting themselves from other people doing it. But it's... It's an interesting little behind-the-curtain peek at what Facebook thinks is an interesting priority or where tech might be heading in general, and they're trying to get ahead of it. Because
0: I could patent a hoverboard, for instance. You know, I could say, I, I think it'd be really nice to have a hoverboard. A functional one? A functional one.
1: <laughs> like one that actually hovers and not like a yeah, skateboard yeah. with wheels that people are calling I, I, I would anyway. have a skateboard
0: yeah. which doesn't have wheels. And, you know, I'd patent that. And then eventually someone will invent one and I'll say, I'm sorry, yeah. I had that idea before you. So it's it's not necessarily that Facebook are planning to do these things. They've just come up with some, what, evil schemes or something, which maybe some other technology wizard might be able to exploit.
1: Yeah, and actually, when, when I was looking through this list at the New York Times, put together I, I actually thought facebook was already doing a whole bunch of these <laughs> things to be honest so uh so let's take a look at what they found and we can just go through some okay. of these. I'm, I'm drastically paraphrasing them so one of them is to classify a user's personality based on what they publicly post and send as messages in order to serve more targeted stories and ads and to me that's one of them that i really thought they were already sure. doing yeah that. what's that like, called I customer
2: figure, profiling isn't it yeah, yeah i
1: thought that they were already doing that one so maybe they are i don't mm. know Another one is a patent to figure out who our closest friends are by tracking our phone's location relative to other phone locations, presumably your friends. Mm. So, again, I thought they were already doing this, and that's one of the reasons I don't have the Facebook app on my phone. Yeah, that's yeah. spooky, uh, that I figured they do hate that. all that stuff. Oh, we're just scratching the surface. Okay. <laughs> Another patent aims to uniquely identify cameras based on the flaws that Facebook's AI can discern, like a scratch on the <gasps> camera glass or a bad pixel. No! Yeah, so it can identify like if it's the same camera taking different photos, and it can kind of piece together uh, your camera's profile. And again, I think given the sheer number of photos that people upload to Facebook, this I, again, I kind of figured that they are already doing this, or it's just a quick matter of time so until they are. So, if
0: I had photographed a Doctor Who script which had come into my possession. <laughs> Ah, It's possible Mark Zuckerberg could identify that it was me who had leaked it or something like that. That's Because of some microscopic
2: damage on your screen, on your little lens. Mm -hmm. I
0: I am kind of impressed by them coming up with that idea. They're not
2: just a bunch of dodos working at Facebook.
1: (laughs) I don't think we'd be in this situation if they were. Like for surveillance purposes, like for really nefarious stuff? Imagine that in the hands of, I don't know, a, a government. Yeah. Um, uh, now I'm get, getting my tinfoil hat on, but you know, that's, that's not something I want everyone to I don't take on mine on. off anymore. I just limit no, it. No, it's tightly yeah, on. Exactly. I just, I duct taped it to my head. Exactly. So anyway, so these are the relatively harmless ones. <laughs> 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 so uh, other patents go quite a bit further than this. And frankly, a lot of these push the boundaries on not only what I'm comfortable with Facebook potentially knowing, but like what i'm comfortable knowing about myself. So, one of them again, I'm going to go from easy to, to crazy stuff. So, that one of them is a patent to listen in on the TV shows we're watching at all times and to discern whether or not we listen to the ads that are served to us and jokes on them. I'm a cord cutter, so there are no ads in. Yeah. I
2: watch. You know what? But I found I read that and it's un- I read that this morning. It's unbelievable. I find that just an un- unbelievable invasion of privacy. To, what's it yeah. called? It's called like passively listening or something. There's a word yeah, for it. Yeah,
1: like what's, what does Facebook need to know about my TV watching habits? Like why why is that something they really want to know? I mean, I know why. They They're money, greedy. But, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Another one is a patent to track our daily routines, including where we are and when and how often we go there and potentially notifying someone else if we deviate too far from that normal routine. And uh, I shudder to think what that would mean in the hands of a controlling or abusive domestic partner, for one thing, Mm. which is like it's getting really dark, kind of a Black Mirror episode thing. I feel like I do these a lot.
0: (laughs) I guess that could be handy if you felt you were at risk of being kidnapped or abducted by aliens or something like that. You know, it could, you could.
1: Honestly, I can imagine Facebook saying, do this to your kid. Yeah. Not that I would want to yeah. do that, but I could see them saying, hey, parents, if you want to know if your wayward child is going off, I could just see that as the next step to how right. people have GPS for their kids and, you know, your kid's doing something they shouldn't be doing, get a text message <laughs> about it. Like, oh, man. <laughs> and my absolute least favorite is a patent that the New York Times says, quote, uses your posts and messages in addition to your credit card transactions and location to predict when a major life event such as a birth, graduation. Or death is likely to occur. What?
0: <laughs> for, yeah. for, for what purpose? Is that for advertising? So, oh, you, you.
1: Yeah, no crap. It's for advertising. You, you may
0: need a funeral directors or something like that. Maybe it's, or, yeah. maybe
1: it's for
2: insurance or something.
0: Maybe.
1: Yeah, I can just see this app coming up on my feed going, you eat like crap, you don't exercise, you're going to drop dead in five years, so please go buy a casket. I can see that. I can see, like, this is going to happen. Of course, it's for advertisers. Yeah, I'm noticing a, p- a pattern with many of the segments I do on this podcast are like, the internet is bad and you should feel bad. And this is like another one. Like, it's kind of what we always
2: do.
0: Yeah, we're thinking about actually renaming the entire show to that.
1: <laughs> the internet is bad and you should
2: feel bad. But that's why we have pick of the week later, right?
0: Oh, yeah. That's yes. always very jolly. Very jolly.
2: Yeah. Bad cop, good cop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. We agree that this all sounds kind of creepy, but sometimes we say stuff that is creepy on this podcast and a lot of other people go, you know what, I'm okay with it because it gives me some sort of benefit or I'm already doing this stuff, so I'm cool with it. So I'm curious that say even a few of these patents become reality, maybe just one of them. Like, are people actually going to be comfortable with this? This whole thing is just boiling frog situation and I I just wonder how much... People are going to continue to say this is fine until people say, no, it's no longer okay.
0: I just wonder if they are spending as much effort filing patents to deal with trolls and fake news and Russian ah, bots and things like that. that and nice. things which aren't actually of any benefit to them in terms of advertising yeah. dollars. Yeah, Things that degrade right. the yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah,
1: wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, yeah. high five, great. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah. a high five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Troll, what is your story for us this week? Make make it a good one because Maria's had a good story, and I have to say my story was fantastic this week. So what have you got for us?
2: I don't think you always have to make it competitive, Graham. It's going oh. to be a collaborative. This has happened a lot last episodes. You're always saying is yours good enough mm-hmm. to match up? I think I'm pretty oh, good feel, normally. Feeling threatened? I have a question for Maria actually. So why don't you butt up? Okay. okay. All right. Um, Maria. Do you know the name Emma Sale? Does that ring any bells? Because I'm pretty sure Graham is very much aware of her work. She describes herself on her website as CEO, wife, mother, liberator, and feminist.
1: Is this someone I should know? And I'm feeling really embarrassed. She's Bud Buds with Kate Middleton.
0: Oh, I've heard of her. I'm
1: familiar with that name.
2: And she's also one of the UK's leading sex
1: entrepreneurs. Oh, work. Okay, cool. Hello. <laughs> yeah. That's off. why I was
2: I was waiting for Graham to go, oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, anyone who calls themselves a liberator, that's pretty cool. So all right.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. So she, Emma Sale, is the founder of Killing Kittens, a company name that I do not approve of in any way, shape or form.
1: <laughs> is this a reference to uh every time you blanky blanky blank God kills a kitten? I don't know. That that is a reference to an old meme. From yes. The, the earth. Yes.
0: Do something; otherwise, the kitten gets it. Right. Basically. Right. Yep.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, it's also known as, and I got to make sure I don't stutter here. K.K.
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> just two, right?
2: Just, <laughs> just two. Just okay.
1: two. I, I'm American. It's, it's a sensitive th- thing right now.
2: <laughs> okay. It is described as an exciting, erotically charged world. The KKK <laughs> is an erotically charged <laughs> word. Carry on. on carry on. <laughs> Quote, joining KK opens you up to liberation you have previously only dreamed about.
1: <sighs> okay, liberation in this context.
2: <laughs> okay, Basically, you pay a fee to become an elite global adult party person. What
0: does any of this mean? What does it mean? Are they co-sponsoring the podcast? Like, what's going- <laughs> No, I'm trying to stay away from
2: basically it's a sex club. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. She right. runs... A friend of Kate Middleton's runs a sex club, is what you're telling us.
2: She rode with Kate Middleton in university or something, or in school, so who cares?
1: I probably was on the subway at the same time as her one time, so I'm going to put that in my profile. <laughs> Anywho. Exactly, exactly. But
2: of course, the Daily Mail and other papers like that made a huge mm. deal about it. Um, yeah. So basically, she runs this kind of adult party brand, and they have special events. They claim to have 80,000 members, and according to The Telegraph, Killing Kittens brand also sells adult toys and organizes events like Kidnap Role Play Experiences for 3,500 quid, so about $4,500. <sighs> Now, earlier this month, um, Emma launched a sister brand called Curious Kittens, also under <laughs> KK. Um, but this is a milder version. This has like mindful, uh, you know, conferences and chats and more like, I think it's gentler We're stuff. definitely
1: doing Smash the Security After Dark now. This is the one. Is, <laughs> I'm actually getting to the point. I have no idea
0: I what mean, is going on at all.
1: I mean, either I'm enjoying the ride. I mean, why not? But okay.
2: Well, you know, I had to, I had to hook you, I had to hook you all in somehow. So, she's now also launching a new mobile app called Safe Date, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about. So, basically, this okay. app, Safe hmm. Date. Gives a person yes. an easy way to share their dating plans with friends and alert them if something goes wrong. So I get that, right? I did that as a kid. If I was going at, well kid, as I was teen, as I was going on a date, I might say to my flatmate, Hey Tara, I'm going out with, you know, Joe. You know, uh, we're gonna be at the
1: Burger King <laughs> or whatever we were doing. Nice. Nice. <laughs> that sounds like a rollicking good date. I was a poor student.
2: <laughs> anyway, this is how the app works. Okay, so you add your date plans into the app. Let's say, Graham, you're going on a date, right? Unlikely. And you say, Maria, and Maria, I really trust you. Okay. I'm going to make you my safe mate. And I'm going to set on my app a safe time to check in after the date finishes. So say you expect to go on your date until 11 o'clock and you say 12 o'clock. I'm going to check in. Okay. And if you don't check in by the time you've set, it will alert your safe mate. aka Maria.
0: Okay. So she will Maria. get a message saying that I haven't checked in and uh, maybe maybe I've come to harm or been abducted or something. Yeah,
2: and provide information. So she'll get information about your date. Right. And then she can decide what to do with that information.
0: Okay, so the cool thing about yeah. this is I don't have to tell Maria I'm going on a date. She doesn't even know that I'm going on a date until it goes horribly wrong in some fashion. So, right. so I don't have to brief her in advance. I don't have to. Rem-
1: I don't need to know the gory details of your sex life. I, I do appreciate exactly. that. Right, I do okay. Appreciate that. I can
0: see how that would be... Perhaps good.
1: I- I've known of apps that do something similar where it's uh, actually, I-, I remember hearing about one where you need to maintain finger contact with the screen at all times. And if at one point you uh, lift your finger for more than 30 seconds, I think it automatically calls your emergency contact.
2: Whoa, I've never heard of that one.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Uh, it was targeted at, um, at young women who were like walking alone at night kind of thing. So yeah. in case like they got mugged or something. I mean, I- I- I've heard of stuff like this. I cannot remember the name of it. This app, similarly, is also targeted at women, although, of course, anyone
2: could use it. But that's the idea, is to try and keep women safe. And Emma, Emma Sale, she's into all this stuff. And that's great. I, I love all that. But, but there's a few things to think about here. Okay. So according to Wired, the app lets you complete a profile page for the person you're meeting, including their phone number, email, any social profiles you might know, information where you first met them. So... The issue I've got here is that you're entering info about a person who hasn't necessarily given them consent. They may not even know you're doing this. And you're putting this into a third party app. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Now, let's say like, OK, so give me examples. Let's say Tina is gaga about her sexually charged date with Italian stallion, Jimmy Pesto.
1: Jimmy Pesto. You've been watching Bob's Burgers. OK. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: forgets. Was that
2: Pesto. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She forgets to check in, right? Her phone, and she, and <laughs> okay. she, and her phone's on silent. That Jimmy And up. then her safe mates, her safe mates, Tina and Jean, freak <laughs> out. You've definitely been watching Bob's Burgers. And end up calling the cops. <laughs> <laughs> so, also at the time of recording, this app is not out in the Apple or Google stores yet. Okay, but there are kind of T's and C's on the Safe Date website that, and I'm not a lawyer, but basically according to my reading. They say they are liable for nada, including information being incorrect, and everything is at your own risk. Of course. Interestingly, inside inside the T's and C's, it says check out our privacy policy in our terms, but there is nowhere in the terms that anything about privacy. <laughs> so, so that may come uh, at the time of launch, but right now it just seems to loop into nothing.
0: So, Carol, in summary, if you were going on a date. Would you use an app like this? I know it's been a long time.
2: Well, it's not been that long. I go on I go on
0: dates with my husband regularly. Well you go on date you're not gonna fill in the form if you're going on a date <laughs> with your husband, surely. Can I suggest you get out of that marriage if you suspect you might come to harm with your husband? <laughs> we
1: need to intervene here. <laughs> Okay, so this is what I
2: would say. I would say just as with any brand new app, okay, do your research first and think about the information that you're going to put in before you put in the information about you and other sensitive info. Mm. Because you got to think about things like, what data is it taking from you? Like, is it taking your location? Yes, in this case it is. Personal info? Yes, in this case it is. You know, there's a lot of information it's taking. And what are they doing with the data that you're entering? Are they sharing it with third parties? Are they using it to improve their services? All of the above. None of the above. And what security do they have in place? Do the passwords hashed? Do they encrypt the information? Oof. I don't even know how they
0: can do this with GDPR, actually. You've become so cynical and paranoid, haven't you? Mm -hmm. They're trying to do something wonderful with this app. They're trying to protect young people when they go out on dates. from what? Yes, you know what? I think Emma Sale is doing that, but I I suspect she's not the one who
2: coded the app. And I suspect we don't necessarily know it's in the app, and we need to read the privacy terms and conditions in order for you to make an educated decision as to whether you want to put your information there or
0: not. Hmm. Told me.
1: Boom. This is not the only dating-related app I've heard of where that is a concern i've i've heard of other situations mm. where people like leave reviews. i think we've covered one is it the one where people leave reviews and the person they've dated and they like different people can weigh in on whether this person was like a good date or not and
0: like, that's this person vile isn't it that kind of thing
1: yeah it, i find these kinds of apps very cynical actually um and and that whole in the whole industry about that mm. but uh that's a that's a whole other discussion but the dating world has changed dramatically since i have tipped my toe into it so
2: graham you're quite right no, I like the idea of the app. I agree, right? And I kind of like Emma Sale. She's certainly, you know, more saucy than your average lady.
0: Whoa, 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 you whoa. Know, she makes me blush a little. You're she prepared ma- to get into bed with this woman who is running these sex parties and things like that. That's very interesting, Crow. You trust her so much.
2: Great. Do you need to have a little moment, a man moment?
1: Oh, no, I don't, I don't want to be here for this.
0: <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go mute. I'll go mute. Hang on.
1: No, I, I, still, I, I still don't want to be here for this. Oh, yeah, like I do. I do not consent. This is not okay. Okay, I'm
0: back now. Is that better? <laughs> that was alarmingly fast. I, I've been practicing. <laughs> oh, my
1: God.
2: Hey, Graham. Hey, Carol. Did you register with Metacompliance yet and use our discount code so that you could get some training on
0: cybersecurity? Oh, for goodness sake. I've been doing a podcast. I haven't had a chance to register on their website. I promise to do it as soon as this podcast is over, all right? Okay, then what do I have to do again?
2: jeez, Graham, you have to go to mediccompliance.com and quote the code
0: smashing. And that'll save me 10%. I hope you wrote it down.
2: Wait, wait, one more thing. LastPass has this automated password generator. So no more do you have to sit there and dream up silly, long passwords that mean nothing to you. You can just press a button and presto, you've got a 25 character, 50 character password that's impossible to guess.
0: Will it put all kinds of crazy characters in? You can choose
2: to put them in or not, depending on the website, because some websites don't let you do the crazy characters, do they?
0: Blinking websites which don't allow you to have decent
2: passwords. Ah, grumble, grumble. Check out lastpass.com slash smashing.
0: I'm glad you said slash that time. You're welcome. And welcome back to our favourite part of the show the part of the show that we like to call Pick of the Week. Pick of the week is the part of the show where everyone chooses something they like. Could be a funny story, a book that they've read, a TV show, a movie, a record, a podcast, a website, or an app. Whatever they like doesn't have to be security-related necessarily.
2: Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be.
0: And my pick of the week this week is not security-related at all. But it is.
2: It better not be Doctor
1: Who-related either, just saying right now. It's going to be Doctor Who. It's going to be, go watch that clip. (laughs) (laughs)
0: My pick is going to allow you to travel in space because it is a website called geoguessr.com.
1: Yes, I love that thing.
0: Now, let me just spell Mm -hmm. that for you. G-E-O-G-U-E-S-S-R. So it's guesser without the final E. And if you go to geoguessr.com, it makes use of Google Earth and it plants you anywhere in the world and you're going you're having a little walk around it's like street view you're walking around and the game is to work out where in the world you are and when you think you've worked it out you press a button and you choose your location on the globe and it tells you how many miles out you are whether you're in the same country whether you're even on the same continent and i have to say it's an awful lot of fun. What I try and do is I try and go down the road and I'm exploring the local countryside and oh. I'm looking at signs and I'm looking at the people or the workmen who are working on the side of the street and I think, oh, yeah, they look a little bit like... Oh, oh that's cool. Oh, I saw okay. some signs in Spanish and then I'm thinking, well, is it Spain? Is it South America? And
1: I look at the, the plants. I'm a plant person, so I look at the, all the different plants around and I go, is what's native? what kind of uh, area is that native to that's that's been my method, but
0: you have to really like plants. You're a very impressive woman, Maria. I don't know if I've told you that before.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't say I was good at the game, but <laughs> I, it's like, I've actually I've I've known about this uh, for a little bit, and it's one it's a it's a nice time waster
0: on Illinois, and I really like it, especially if you like plants. There You are. Well, that is my geo guesser. Is my pick of the week.
2: That was a good one. Well, I think it's actually great. It's a great. Now time. I feel like shit because
0: mine's not very good. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, give her, give her stress, Graham. Give her stress about all, however, how yours was so brilliant. No,
0: no, I'm not mean to our <laughs> guests, particularly the popular ones like Maria.
1: Uh, oh, well, do tell.
0: Maria, what have you got for us this week? I
1: have a, a, an, another app uh, that has come in handy for me that other people might find handy. It's called Playground Buddy and helps you find playgrounds all over the world if you are with a child, whether it's your child or not, who really needs to burn off some energy. and it helps you find a playground in the vicinity of where you are or where you're traveling to Uh, because it's not always obvious where these places are hiding out and it has saved my bacon a few times and i'm going to be doing and there's also a dog park buddy app for the record so if you're a pet parent who needs to do something similar for your dog that it also exists and this playground buddy uh is um i believe it's a volunteer effort by some very brilliant folks in vancouver other people around the world contribute the info so this is a crowdsourced and yeah crowdsourced thing and uh like I, i'm gonna be doing some traveling later this year with my kid and i i already have lo- scattered out the playgrounds in the vicinity where i'm going are you coming anywhere uh, near us is japan near you no <laughs> but that's a cool trip yeah <laughs> i
2: love that that's a great pick of the week
0: i think it's a very good one
2: oh
1: well thank you
0: crow well, what's your pick of the week
2: so I like cartoons like Rick and Morty and like Family Guy and like Bob's Burgers.
1: Yes, well done
2: for spotting it. It wasn't very hard. No, exactly. I just wanted to know if you were in the in sure. the family, and you definitely you definitely are. So it's just beautifully written and drawn, and I freaking love it. And Graham, I you probably have never watched it. So basically, the I've never of the watched show. It. Okay, so basically the premise of the show is that Bob owns a burger joint somewhere on the East Coast, and he makes a burger of the day. And as a viewer, you only know about the burger of the day if the kind of shot glances across the the, the, the board behind the cash register that gives you the name. And the burgers that he will do would be names like Don't Go Brocking My Heart Burger, <laughs> brackets, with broccoli and artichoke hearts, right? That was in Season 3, Episode <laughs> 11, Nude Beach. Or there's... Texas Chainsaw Massacred Burger comes with cheese curds.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, clever. Season
2: five, episode two, Tina and the Real Ghost. Okay, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Sergeant Poblano Pepper Lonely Artichoke Hearts Club Burger. Woo! <laughs> That's a hard <laughs> one to say. It has comes with artichokes and poblano peppers.
0: <laughs> oh, oh boy.
2: Right? So... Anyway, my pick of the week is that now Recipe Kit Company, Blue Apron, have partnered with Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Didn't know this. So people oh can get gosh. the ingredients delivered to their door and can make homemade Bob's Burgers like Poutine on the Ritz Burger comes with poutine fries. Poutine.
0: Episode two. Oh, I thought you were going to say Vladimir Putin.
2: No, Putin. Putin. <laughs> you have to just say it right. Yeah, okay, maybe that's better. Yeah, you've got a big slab of Putin on it. Some <laughs> Russian dressing. Putin on ritz.
0: <laughs> oh, on that bombshell, we have just about wrapped it up for this episode. Thank you very much, Maria. Maria, if people wish to follow you online, increase your fan base, how should they do that?
1: Find me on Twitter. It's M V uh, A R M A Z I S, M V A R M A Z I S. Super easy, super easy.
0: Easy. As is, <laughs> as is following us on Twitter at Smash Insecurity. There's no G, Twitter wouldn't allow us to have a G. You can purchase t shirts and stickers and all kinds of other tat at our online store at slash store. And, um, well, there's nothing much more to say. If you like the show, why not leave us a review? Or a rating up on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That'd be fantastic if you could do that.
1: Tell them I'm your favorite (laughs) guest. (laughs) They will, they will.
0: They will, they will. Until next time, cheerio. Bye-bye. Toodles.
2: Hey, Maria, speaking of that, we met some of your biggest fans when you we were at our live event. Oh my goodness.
1: You need to explain that.
2: These two guys, they were mature students at some university in the south of England and... Wait, what? <laughs> okay. So They were really big fans of the show and I was like, oh, I was, you know, basking in it a bit. And I said, who's your favourite guest? And they went, oh, Maria. Both of them screamed it right away. Maria. Maria's our favourite. Maria, Maria, Maria. For real.
1: For real. <laughs> oh, For fuck, real? Fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck. Oh, fuck. The, oh my fucking god. <laughs> god.